Shawty, what's all with y'all? Oh, hi. Coming to say you're lucky, fine. We got to cutting it off. It she know about the kid and fuck on my line. I'ma keep it up all with y'all. But Shawty, I'm trying to make you mine. Don't make it too easy, I wanna try. She looking too good, can't let it go by. Oh, yeah. Think I won the lotto. This slow mulatto. She could be a model. She wanna show me some. Think I won the lotto. Alright, in today's episode, Zwick and I are going to discuss the win totals over-unders for the NFC East. Alright, Zwick, it is uh, just you and I tonight. No Butsy. Um, guy said he'd be here at 8. It is 8.37. He's nowhere to be found. I don't know what's going on with him. There might be a, a job opening at the Lubcast pretty soon. The guy's off the rails. So, we're going to go and we're going to do another off-season NFL episode Try and get us through the summer, get us hyped for the NFL season. Talk about a really good division in the NFC East and see if we uh, can give out some bets to the people. Um, If you are listening for the first time, if Zwick and I strongly agree on a bet here, so like the Cowboys, for example, have a win total of nine and a half. If we strongly agree that the Cowboys are going over that, we will recommend the bet. We will take the bet ourselves and we'll give it out to you guys as a Lubcast play and we can all ride it together all right Zwick let's let's get started so the Cowboys over under nine nine and a half wins the overs at minus 155 so a little bit of juice under at plus 135 I have the boys they have a tough schedule um very tough schedule but I still have them at 11 and 6 where do you see them going this year yeah, I, I I think eleven and six, maybe twelve and five is good. I mean, the division is very hard, especially with the Giants becoming competent lately. But I think they got a lot better. I think um, additions of Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore were really big and cost them almost nothing. I think they sent out like two fifth round picks for both of them. So I really like that for them. I think that Stephon Gilmore still has some left in the tank. And I think they can win 12 games, but I also think that it lies on Dak Prescott because he was kind of hard to watch at the end of last year. I think he had like, what was it, like eight games in a row where he turned the ball over. So you just can't have that, especially against good teams in the NFC like San Francisco and uh, Philadelphia. So I think 12 wins, may, 12 or 11, 12 yeah. ceiling. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but let's talk about Dak specifically for a moment. So he's he's talented. I like him. Um, he's not a top-tier guy. I think most people agree with that. What is it with these picks? Is he just a straight-up bad decision-maker? Yeah, I think so. When I, it's It seems like he's just indecisive a lot of times. I mean, he has great players around him. Um, I know the offensive line was kind of banged up last year. Um, CD Lamb is obviously we know what he is. Tony Pollard is really good. I know they just lost Dalton Schultz, but they had him last year. He just seems to get really like flustered and indecisive, and it doesn't help that he's on the Cowboys and he's getting all that attention and yeah. all that criticism after everything, every single thing he does. But it's just hard to watch him last year. Like we know he's better than what that was, but. That was difficult, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, he, he does tend to struggle even more in the playoffs and um, in the big games. So they do have – I mean, they obviously they, they play the Eagles twice. They play the Niners. They play the Chargers. Um, they also play the Bills and the Dolphins. Those are all tough games. But I still think this defense, high-powered offense, I still like them. 
going over this number at nine and a half. Do you think you would recommend putting money on this at minus 155 or no? I mean, we kind of just killed Dak, so I feel like this isn't like – I don't feel strongly about this. Like, I don't know if I would go as far as to put money on this. Yeah, I know I just said I think they could win 11 or 12 games. I think they could. I just think they'll be like – a game where they just lose to like a bad team. Right. And this is not an easy schedule. I mean, they have Arizona, Washington. Commanders twice is easier, but it's yeah. not easy. I would probably go over nine and a half, but I would not, I do not feel very good about it. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Dak is too much of a wild card. You'd like to have yeah. um, more of a, a solid foundation at QB. All right, let's go over to the Eagles, the Super Bowl runner-ups. Their win total is at 11.5, minus 110 for the over, minus 110 for the under. Um, I have them – I going through their schedule, I had them 13-4. and four. I know that sounds like a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if they go 12-5. and five. I would be a little surprised if they go 11. But I do like this over. Um, I have them 13-4. and four. Where are you at? Yeah, I like the over a lot. I – I don't see anyone on their schedule that scares me until Dallas in week nine. I mean, New York, the Jets will be tough. The Dolphins will be tougher, but I think that they're a lot better than those teams. I think week nine, it gets hard. Week nine, they go Dallas, Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, and then Dallas again. So yeah, that is a that's like the make or break stretch, but I think that they can easily start eight and zero. I mean, just like they did last year. So I would definitely go over. I think that they'll they'll definitely win some of their hard games, but it it's looking rough. But then they'll end the season with Arizona and the Giants twice and the Seahawks, and those are very winnable. So I do like the over eleven and a half is what you said. I yeah. do like that for um, sure. Also, a lot of there, there's always this kind of. The team who loses in the Super Bowl has a hangover the next year, can't seem to pull it together, isn't the team that they were the year before. I don't see that happening with this team. I think they got pretty significantly better, honestly, this offseason. What did you like about their offseason? Well, I really didn't like it when I thought they were going to lose Darius Slay, but they ended up retaining him, um, which is really big for their secondary. Uh, They obviously killed the draft, as we talked about getting what oh, I think was the best player in the draft and Jalen Carter. I think it was at 10. So that was a big part. I mean, their defensive line is just stacked up really. And I mean, they're just, they're just so talented, like all across the board, their offensive line is one of the best, if not the best. Uh, they just traded for Deandre Swift. So they have playmakers everywhere. Dallas Goddard, AJ Brown, we know what Devontae Smith can do. And if DeAndre Swift can stay healthy, that can be easily a top two offense, probably the best along with Kansas City. Yeah. And they still have Rashad Penny, right? So they have yeah Penny and Swift. I like that combo in the backfield. That defense is obviously awesome. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith on the outside, phenomenal. Jalen Hurts, I think, made a huge leap last year. And I wouldn't be surprised if he continues to improve and develop as a passer. So I'm huge on the Eagles this year. And like you said, really easy start to the season. So, so they, they have a while to figure it out um, with these new additions, even though I don't think that they will necessarily need 
a lot of time to figure it out. I like Jalen Carter as a pick. I think that's just perfect for the Eagles. If he has offseason issues, it doesn't hurt them significantly. Um, they can, you know, they, they will battle through that because they're that talented on the D-line that they don't necessarily need him on the field to be a great defense. Yeah, so I, I love this over. I I am confident enough to give this out as a play. I have him 13 and 4. I like the odds too. Um minus 110. Let's give this one out. I like it. I like it a lot. I think that they could easily start. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I think they could easily start 9 and 0, 10 and 0 if they beat Kansas City. I mean, yeah, in the Super Bowl I, rematch, they're going to want it. So, yeah. That would exactly. be, I mean, that would be crazy if they start 10 and 0, but would not be surprised to see him, you know even a 10 and two start or something like that. Yeah. All right. Let's go down to the giants. Now I lived with a giants fan last year, so I watched a good amount of giants. I really, really like this football team. I love Brian Dayball as a coach. I don't love Daniel Jones, but I loved how he played under Dayball's system. This schedule is unbelievably tough for the giants. Their over under win total is at seven and a half. And when I saw the win total alone, I was shocked. And I was like, wow, they're sleeping on the Giants. And then I looked at the schedule, and they have ridiculous teams to play um, everywhere you look. So I have them eight and nine, just barely over. The The over-under is seven and a half. It's plus 100 to go over and minus 120 to go under. What do you like or dislike about the Giants, and where, where do you see them with this win total? You said seven and a half? Yeah. Ooh. As low. That seems yeah. like a trap. Uh, I like over. I mean, it is hard, but I'm looking at it, and I think that they have easy games like the Saints, the Rams, the Cardinals. The Cardinals aren't going to win a single game. That's my hot take. I think the Cardinals are going 0-17, but that we'll talk about that another day. I like that. But, <laughs> like – I don't know. See, there's such a good team, but the schedule is so hard. Yeah, so they got Eagles twice, <laughs> Cowboys twice, and they play the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Niners. Those all feel just like superior yeah. teams. That they're going and Seattle is really good. Yeah, they have the Jets as well. This is just – I mean, this I, is tough. I would still go over just because I think the exp- the culture is different now that Brian Dable got them to the playoffs and won a playoff game. And I think that, you know, Daniel Jones getting paid, I know he's, you know, we can call him whatever. He's kind of questionable at times, but he did play the best football of his career last year. And so if he plays anything like that this year, then I think that they can build off that. I think their secondary got a lot better adding Deontay Banks in the draft, which was a huge weakness for them. They couldn't, they couldn't guard cover anyone last year, especially watching that Eagles game. So I think that that'll help them a ton. And I think they'll sneak over at eight, maybe. I don't feel confident either way, but if I had to go one way, I would go over. Yeah, I would agree with that same take. Now, the Cowboys, or sorry, the Giants last year had no receivers. Saquon was pretty much their only weapon, and he was great. Did they add anything in terms of weapons that can help them offensively? Yeah, they added. They added, like, in the draft, they added Jalen Hyatt. They traded for Darren Waller. Like, I really like that for them. I just, like, Darren Waller, he has been so injured lately. 
Yeah. Um, I, don't, I can't trust him to stay healthy. I mean, when he's on the field, he's amazing. And I hope he's on the field. Obviously, he's a fantastic player. And I think that adding adding those players, adding, you know, what who's the fastest receiver in the draft and Jalen Hyatt will help take the pressure off the, you know, their whole offense last year, who's Saquon, and yeah. really be able to stretch the field for them, which will help Daniel Jones too. But I just their defense is still very questionable to me and but their offense should be a lot better and I think Brian Dable is easily a top five coach with what he he overachieved last year to say the least definitely I because I was gonna say if they were just bringing back that that same core of wide receivers and weapons I I don't think their offense would even be as good because it would just be another year of Dable trying to do the same shit with Daniel Jones um and the split outs and and the Saquon stuff um, and I think NFL teams would catch on to that, but I didn't know they added Waller and Hyatt. I think I like that a lot. Um, so we're going to go tentatively over here, but don't throw your whole bank account on it. Maybe if you're a Giants fan, take this over. <laughs> All right, now let's move to the worst team in the division. By the way, well, no, I'll save it for the end. Um, Commanders, the over-under win total at six and a half, minus 120 to go over. Uh, plus a hundred to go under. Sam Howell. I I like Sam Howell. I he played well against Dallas last year, but I don't know that I trust him to. I mean, like we'll see. I mean, I hope he succeeds, but I think that Caleb Williams could definitely be a Washington Commander next year. I don't. I don't believe in this team. I. I mean, I know they have weapons. They actually have, a, I think, an underrated offense with Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson and Curtis Samuel and Antonio Gibson. But they're, I mean, I don't know. They're rookie quarterback. Well, not rookie quarterback, but it'll be Sam Howell's first year starting next year, and we haven't seen much from him. So they, they I think they're in a great spot to potentially overachieve, but I, w- I don't think anyone would be surprised if they underachieved. I mean – the schedule is not not easy. They have actually it's it's not bad, but they have San Francisco. They obviously have Eagles and Cowboys twice, and the Giants twice, who are good, and and they have to play Buffalo. So, but they have easier games like Atlanta, Chicago, Arizona, um, the Rams. So I think if I had to pick one, I think I'd go under. Yeah, I agree just because I don't like their defense at all i mean they added emmanuel forbes in the draft who's a great corner but the rest of it is is difficult i mean their defensive line is good but they they have a huge holes at linebacker and safety and i don't see them being able to stop many teams especially yeah. in that division. i agree so i have them five and twelve i am yeah. not very familiar with sam howell i know he was good in college I just even even though you say you like him, I think it's tough for anyone, any yeah. QB um, in their first full year as a starter to come out and lead a team, especially a team that has a bad defense. Maybe not the greatest coaching either. We don't really, I, I don't really know. What do you think of their coaching situation? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but I saw the clip last year of Ron Rivera not even knowing his team got eliminated in the playoffs. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm. I'm and- but I think I think that the Sam Howell like move is kind of like a make or break year. I think because if Sam Howell lights it up this year 
and is good and the commanders overachieve, then Ron Rivera's job is going to get saved, right? So then he his ass is saved. But if he if he stinks, if the team you know wins four or five games, he's getting fired. So I like a lot is riding on Sam Howell, and I know everyone's thought he kind of played well against the Cowboys last year, and I think he did. But I mean, he had 169 and one touchdown and one interception. So, I mean, he did all right against. It was against a good defense too. But we'll have to see. But I I don't like their coaching staff, and I don't like the back end of their defense. So I'm not not the expectations are pretty low. Yeah. So here's a little thought experiment. If you're a if you're a Commanders fan. Do you want to be really bad? Yes, that would suck. Do you want to be really bad this year? Yeah. Caleb Williams. Yeah. Caleb Williams is a unicorn. I mean, we see all the hype with Wembenyana, Victor Wembenyana this year. I think it's going to be like that. I mean, obviously not to the extent, but with Caleb Williams next year, um, I, he's super talented and I, in the NFL, like, I don't know. I, you have to be bad for it at least like one to two years in order to be good. I mean, we saw it with the Bengals. We saw it with the Chiefs. We saw it with the Bills. Like you have to have those high draft picks in order to build your team. And yeah. if the if the commanders go like six and 11 and get like the ninth pick or not, not the ninth, but like the, set, the fifth pick, like you're going to miss out on Caleb Williams. You're going to miss out on Drake may like, you're not going to get your quarterback of the future. And then you're going to be right back in the same spot that you are right now. Yeah. And you're going to put all of it on Sam Howell. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, like you said, either you can be really bad for a couple of years or you can draft Tom Brady and be awesome yeah. for 20 years. And then, yeah. and then try and draft Mac Jones and just be mediocre for yeah, however exactly. long. So, Okay. I, I like the under here. I'm not going to give it out though. I don't, I just don't feel strongly. I don't know a, a ton about the commanders. Um, just not a team that I'm super interested in, but since it's a quick pod tonight with no buttsy, we, we kind of flew through the division. Let's have this talk. Is this NFC East the best division in the league? I, yes, I think yeah. it is. I, 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 th- I, I know we said the AFC East. I mean, the AFC East and the NFC East are easily the top two, in my opinion. Right. I think that the Eagles are the best team in the league, and Dallas is top five easily. And you could make the argument the Giants are right around the 10 or 11 range, I would say. So, I mean, you have three playoff teams from last year. So I think that that alone should give you the, that, uh, that crown – yeah, but I don't think that I don't. Yeah, I do. I don't think the commanders are bad enough to where if that's the worst team in your division, then you have a really good division. And I think that the Eagles are the best team in the league. So I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, I think the argument would kind of depend on how well the Jets are with Rodgers. If if they become yeah. some sort of, you know, if they end up winning that division and they're even better than the Bills and the Dolphins have a good year, like then that division becomes just absolutely insane. And unfortunately for the Pats, they are nowhere near, in my opinion, those other two teams. Um, I think I think I'll agree with you for now, though, because I'm not a super big believer in Rodgers. I don't think the Jets are going to be 
as good as the Bills. I also, like I said, really like the Giants. I think they got screwed here with this schedule, honestly. They're they're not going to – I don't see them making the playoffs. Like, this this kind of stinks because they are much more talented and much uh, more well-coached than a lot of teams in this league that are probably going to make the playoffs over them, and it just kind of sucks because I think – I mean, this schedule is just absolutely brutal. It is brutal, and I think they have – they have a nine-game stretch where seven games are on the road. Yeah. So that is – I don't know how they do that. That is going to be hard on the players. And I think that – I think I, – I, I don't know. I don't know where they're going to go because it really depends on Daniel Jones. It, I know he took a leap last year, but we need to see another leap from him this year to really be the guy. Right. Uh, what did you make of his contract, by the way? I, I thought it was too much. I think 160 million. I mean, I I just don't think he gets that if the Vikings defense doesn't make him look like yeah. a really good player because the Vikings defense is that terrible. But yeah, I I think that it was based off just last year, and he did some really good things with his legs. But I I, I mean, he's not going to play the worst worst secondary in football every week like he did in the playoffs against Minnesota. So yeah, I think that that game made him a lot of money, but it's not going to end up working out because that was a lot for him. Brian Dayball also made him a lot of money. A lot of other coaches, Daniel Jones might be uh, a backup right now. So I think that scheme and the way he was able to, like you said, do a lot of good things with his legs. Dayball figured out he's actually pretty good on the run, um, throwing the ball too. So yeah, I, I thought it was too much. I don't I don't think we're going to see a jump. And unfortunately for the Giants, this is probably a bit of a rough year. Um, with that said, I think we're going to wrap it up here. No Butsy. Text me if you want to take his spot. Hit on thin ice. <laughs> Open spot on the pod. <laughs> we need a new co-host. We will be back probably in about a week to do another division. I think we're going to go – to the AFC South and we'll do those win totals for you. Hopefully get you some more bets out on the card. So thank you, Zwick. Thanks for coming on. Um, I'll yes. talk to you soon. And thank you all for listening. We got to cut it up. Nobody kidding. Fuck on my line. I'ma keep it up with y'all. Oh, shorty, I'm trying to make you mine. Don't make it too easy. I wanna try. She looking too good, can't let it go by. Oh yeah. Think I won the lotto. This slow mulatto. She could be a model. She wanna show me some. Think I won the lotto. Yeah, this little mulatto, she yeah. could be a model.